0: hey there it's your girl cynthia b bringing you relationships are podcast looking at those relationships that mean the most to us so if you've got a brother a sister a mother a friend a frenemy then this podcast is for you so grab a cuppa or something a little bit stronger and enjoy the conversation You are listening to the final episode of series one, episode 15, and I have got a special one for you. We know that the bond between parent and child is super special, but there is something that is amazing between a mother and daughter, and this is a special one here. I have got my good friend Noreen and her mum, and we just discuss all those childhood experiences, how she dealt with being a single mom, um and the things that she learned from her children as well so i think a lot of these themes we can connect with and we can understand and i'm telling you there are so many laughs and jokes that you're really going to enjoy this final episode so make sure you grab a cuppa a tape or something a little bit stronger and enjoy the one where noreen snitches on her siblings
1: me i don't do those things <laughs> Um hello <laughs> my dear I'm approaching 60 so oh, there is eh? what else do I need
2: what else do I need you
1: know you I, want to look fit and
0: at uh, 60 am. you know oh, trim oh, trim trim thing? waist waist me. waist
1: oh. can, can you see me I, uh.
0: <laughs> I know I didn't know who was daughter and mum when you came on and I was no, like no, however
3: <laughs> <laughs> Uh um, it, it's, it's it's all that. about
0: it's about joy and Jesus. That's what keeps you young. Amen, you know what I mean? Amen. Yeah, true. Yes. Joy and Jesus keeps yes. you young for That's sure. True.
1: That's true, man.
0: Right. Okay, so how has um so how has uh lockdown been for both of you sharing extra extra time together, you know, that extra quality time, Laureen?
1: It's been tough. It's very been, very tough.
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's been nice as well. Mm. Uh, you know, I think it's a mixed thing. But obviously because obviously we I think we've always been bonded as, you know, daughter and mom, mm. but um the corona actually has actually proved that actually we have this, you know, strong relation is like as as you are calling us twins. That's how I see it, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's true. I can see it in the smile, in the
3: cheeks. back to me, but
0: we are the
1: twins. to me. Yes. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. wow. As I no, said, it's, it's the joy right. in your hearts that makes you twins. Nothing about mm. age. You know what I mean? Mm. Mm. That's the truth. Feeding, mm. feeding is evil material. So she <laughs> actually she forced me to walk miles and miles. You know, this corona, we've been walking, walking. You know, when it was so quiet, we mm. walked. Oh, we walked. But then I, you know, I, I at the end, obviously, I appreciated it. And, and because obviously, that's what we are saying. Because you would actually walk that miles, but we have, we're always in a conversation. Mm, you know, when good. there was no relationship, you can't have, you have nothing to say to each other. Mm. So I really realized, actually, we are actually very, very close. Mm. Yeah. And I'm so blessed because... This is my, that's you know, my baby girl. I do <laughs> But I she's not a baby though, really. But okay. Yeah, that's Wherever true. But to me, she would stay. <laughs> <laughs> to me, she would stay as a baby, isn't it? Just <laughs> a baby girl. Huh? And she's a baby in the girl, you know, the girl, the you know, and you know, the sisters, the big mm. sisters, obviously, the youngest in. You know, yeah I'm a baby. yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so why do you think you guys have such a close like obviously with um we know African parents and African kids, it isn't always a thing to be like super close, you know what I mean, I think you can have a good relationship, but obviously, because um growing up myself in an African household, you're not when you're growing up, your mum is not your friend, you know what I mean, your mom is your mom kind of thing. And so I haven't had the opportunity to have like an adult relationship with my mom. Mm. Um, but like, how have you guys got that such a good relationship? Was it because you had a good relationship when like bringing her up as a teenager? Or would you say you just have similarities? What would you say it is?
1: Me as an African, that I didn't have this with my parents too, mm. you know? Because when you were you know, back home we don't have that, you know? Even I I always tell people, you know, my people in church where I said, you know, when I came in this country, the most thing I appreciate in this country is that loving, you know, hugging. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily that even even African people, I think African parents, they love, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: but we don't show it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we, we, cuddling is something when someone traveled far away and they come home, Mm -hmm. that's when they grab you and they, you know, (laughs) they kiss you, they do all this. And that's it, you know. Mm. But in this country, you find that, you know, if a child is from school, you hug them. When they are mm. going, you hug <laughs> them. You know, so I love, I love this reading. Mm. So I was saying, you know, when you ask the style, I was saying, obviously, that I first, first of all, as an African woman who raised children in this country, mm. first I have to be strict.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, I have to be a parent, strict. Mm. And then I adapted British culture <laughs> where I have to be soft, you know? Soft and loving, you kind know. Of. <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Noreen, please expand. What do you mean? Was your mom not soft? Yeah, that's uh, what, what is she really saying? What I are you mean, implying?
3: I feel like you're right. I feel like when we were when I was younger, I remember Mum saying like she likes the fact that like we can I can come home from school and just be like, Oh mum, guess what happened? Mm. Like this person did this and the teacher was going nuts, blah blah blah. But obviously mum was very strict and mm. I learned very early that I would like to get gifts and not get beats. <laughs> so
2: <laughs> I
3: was like, listen, <laughs> for the rest of you jokers in this house, if oh, you're doing something God. stupid. <laughs> I'm a snitch because me. I want the.
0: You I were want the, the snitch. Kidding. You were the child a, snitch. Oh my gosh, Noreen, I
3: can't I, believe it. Would, oh, oh no!
0: Saying, yeah. And you didn't get any beats me from too. your your um, siblings. I would
3: have beat you. How are you going to beat me when you're being beaten by her? It <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah.
2: ain't gonna
1: work. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, oh you know, naughty, I, Noreen. I, I don't. I wouldn't call this. I would call this friend. Yeah. This friend. So what mm. happened? You know, when because obviously, as as an African, obviously. But, but as I said before, that when I reached in, when I came in this country, that actually mm. I ran, I adapted because, and I, I, I was a young, a young mom, and the, mm. with these beautiful, you know, beautiful creatures, you know, God has given me. <laughs> and I, and I I like beautiful creatures. Beautiful creatures. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> so <laughs> and obviously the first thing I re- I learned when I came in this country, um, I I I really I wanted I learned more about English culture, yeah.
2: Mm.
1: And obviously I found that there was a lot of things that people in this country do that in a, in a way that are not benefiting the children, yeah. Mm. Because you can actually have children, but when yeah. you, you know, you can actually, you know, spoil the children, you know, and not prepare them the future. Mm. So for me, I don't know. I, I don't know how God, give, you know, I was given wisdom because me, no one trained me to be a mother, you know, but mm. I remember when I was a teenager, stubborn teenager, and and my grandmother, my 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 daddy's side. Mm-hmm. If if you you know you are not agreeing with her or you are told off and everything, she would wish you to have children. Yeah, because I I didn't know what that meant anyway. She would wish eh yeah? in a, in our language. She said, oh mm-hmm. you know the word is kazari. Just have children. Yeah, mm. she wished you have children, but we didn't, I didn't know what was there then, <laughs> then you know the struggles. You make one. So I she think, said it yeah, so you can suffer. Yes, I think she. That's what she knew. I think yeah, because when I started mm. having my children, I it was a struggle, challenges and everything. Ah, and I said, now always remember that word. I said, oh my dear Lord, my grandmother. This is what she was telling me. She was. did that kind of make you understand a little bit
0: more of like kind of what your grandmother went through and what other mothers go through because obviously as a teenager you don't really understand like why you know certain things and
1: stuff until you have your own you know that is what i remember even my mom my i have my brother who was just was terrible boy you know so, and he was strong, young teenager who we have told him, Uncle Martin, what? we have told him for mama to beat him up. You know, we have terrible mom. You see, yeah? I just snitched. <laughs> Did I hold anyone wow. down? <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe I
3: got the belt, but <laughs> they hold him down. Oh my
1: god. Now I was saying, mm-hmm. I never, you know, I never expected, but when I started having my own kids, that's why I was, oh, those things are coming, and then, oh, my dear, I have to be tough. I have to to make sure these Mm. children, (laughs) they are not going to be out of control, you know? But obviously, with God's help, it really, Mm. really helped you know? Although it was a lot of challenge, but I'm glad because, especially when I have this one who was knitting and she... (laughs) she,
0: still can't believe it Noreen remember snitches get stitches did you ever get stitches
3: <laughs> I didn't get no stitch because I just stayed close right here thanks to the belt no <laughs> I would I, listen this is bible of the fittest out here I was the fittest that's a very it's true <laughs> I was the smartest <laughs> Tell a lie. Me and Alex, to be fair, we were, like we were just like, rah,
1: getting beats it's not fun." You know, let's just like wash the dishes. No, I, or, th- I don't know. <laughs> I, th- I think I think I think what happened is obviously for them when they were born, obviously, because they are the mm-hmm. last ones. They yeah. born, obviously, now I'm actually cool, mother. Now the strictness he has just come down because my my strictness was actually on. You know, especially Petro, You know him. You know, so he was just a challenging boy. And then later on in life, when you know, beyond obviously, you know the family, you know, she <clears> just, she, you know, for her, she starts telling, you know, she was already seventeen. That's when we had issues, you know. But, mm. but obviously, when this one, when this one were growing, you know, now I'm focusing on these one who are giving me a dip every, like, almost every, like yeah. every every other day, you know. <laughs> so they get away with it, yeah. <laughs> So Alex and Noreen get away with it, but Mm. to be honest today, to be honest today, you can't, you know, they were just, they are good good children, yeah.
0: They probably saw, like, as you said, Noreen, you probably saw, like, what the consequence of doing something is, and you're like, no, I just, (laughs) I just want to survive. I don't want to, I was like, life is nice, you know,
3: I like to keep that breathing going. (laughs) That's the
2: truth,
0: yeah. How did you find it, Noreen, with like, obviously, we both kind of grew up in the same way, but like going to school that outside house is like a totally different culture mm. in terms of like, you know, when you hear other kids, it's like, Oh yeah, I did this. Or I did that. Or, you know, I, I like shut the door on my parents, but then coming home, it's a totally different culture. You know what I mean? How was that experience for you? Did you have to always kind of check yourself at the door and just be like, okay, I'm not bringing anything from the outside back home. kind
3: of Do you thing? Know what? I feel like rather than feeling like I had to change coming home, I just applied how home was really when I went out so okay like I feel like I was one of those people who never really even though like everybody used to swear swear in school like I didn't really mm. swear because obviously mum was never gonna let me swear in the house so it was just like it was just like a strange thing for, for me to do or like mm. I feel like on the whole with the exception of French I was a very very good student to all of my teachers <laughs> I'm <was> very respectful <laughs> well french teachers were special but um on the whole I feel like again I'm, I look at other adults as an auntie and uncle and it's like okay I have to respect you like I would respect an African auntie or uncle mm. like and so if you I'm in the shop and you ask me to do something like I'm not going to just say no if I'm in school and the teachers are do this I'm not going to be like badness miss like mm. that just doesn't work so I feel like mm. the African culture almost applied like across the board a little bit and it wasn't really Mm. adjusting here. It was just more like, wow, this is what people like. like, Or if I went to other friends' houses.
2: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. It's like, that's just what you said to your mum. Okay, (laughs) like you can do that, (laughs) okay. (laughs) And I bet you never tried to do that at home, did you? You are like, no, no.
0: (laughs) No, (laughs) You'll be coming to my funeral, mate. That's never happening. (laughs)
3: My eyes were open from the beginning. (laughs) no, thank you. I was like, oh, wow, is this how things are? But I feel like what mum is saying is, right, like, where people are too, like, undisciplined or, you know, with Mm. their children, then you end up with the result, like, the fruit of that. And so, for me, I felt like, even though my mum was really strict, and obviously beats were very real, like we still respected her and I feel like we there was just a mm. bit more like calm, I guess, mm. rather than, okay, you can do what you want, you can eat what you want, when you want, yeah, yeah, say yeah. what you want, but then like the way you're talking to your mum and other people, because again, I feel like it applies outside so you come out and you go to school 100%. and you talk to the, like, yeah. teachers, talk to people, like adults in the street. Like nothing because you talk to your mom like nothing or your dad like nothing. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's so true. I feel like it was like it's beneficial, really, how she raised us as much as it was scary. Mm. You know, we we, we adopted. Yeah.
1: <laughs> much what, Survival skills. Hi. Hi.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's so
0: true. Yeah. It's so true. Like, I feel like if a child, the way that you treat your parents, your siblings, those closest to you, um, you know, it, it shows just how you'll treat others as mm-hmm. well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if you can't respect your mom or your dad, um, or your siblings, then who says you're gonna respect anyone else oh, who, you can't. who you don't even know, who's not even blood related yeah, to, you? Way. Way. Um, even um, when they're nice um, to you. Like Ever everything right.
1: has to begin from home, really. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's
0: yeah,
2: that's so important. Mm-hmm.
0: And Auntie, you were saying that um you you weren't really taught how to be a mother. But what kind of did you learn from maybe other mothers around you when you were in Uganda and then when you came here as well? And did you apply any of those things to how you raised
1: your children? Did I learn from back home? I'm not sure if I did, but <laughs> well,
2: you were
3: the
1: older sister. So you kind of looked after your younger siblings. Yes. That's the fact, of course. Of course, I I helped my mom to raise the she siblings, watched. of course. Mm. <laughs> so you were a mother before you were a mother then? That's the true. So you know. That's the truth. And obviously, even here when I came in this country, I adapted the something I adapted mm-hmm. in this English culture. How how to love, how how, how to show my affection, you know? Okay. That's the word. Mm-hmm. You know, though I was strict as she was saying, but I really I, I had this love in my heart. It's, you know um, when you hold the child in your hand, yeah? Yeah. I uh, is is it's just natural. It's natural actually. It's like God is actually telling you this is, you know, this beautiful thing in your hand. They just need mm. your protection. They just need your love, yeah. you know. So mm. for me, it kills me when I see abuse. And we've seen parents who are even abusing their own children, you know. Mm. But for me, I just I, just, I just love the children. And obviously, another thing obviously when I came in this country, you know, I came with Peter and Fiona. I left two back mm. home. Come here, then I have two. Obviously, the dad was in the picture that time. Then later on, I become a single mom, you know, mm. with four small kids to raise. So, I become a father and a mother. Yeah. And being strict, it was not only being strict, but it was, I became overprotective. Mm. And because, for example, in this country, when I came here, it was sleepover all this nonsense. <laughs> I said, I said, none of my children, none of my children sleep over to uh, no one goes. But we had so many sleepover coming over. Mm. I, I was okay with that. I said, okay, mm. they come sleepover while I watch them, because I don't know what happened behind those families' doors, mm. you know. So my mm. kids were not allowed sleepover was not happening they were bringing the friend, but they were not going <laughs> we were trying our best to get out of here yeah. so <laughs> no no so, not allowed yeah. so obviously you know so i become mom and dad you know and i become mm. very protective because i remember even the when their father left even in this country i was a young woman i would have even four for somebody else but my mind was saying oh I don't think I'm bringing a pervert in here who's going to abuse my children. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> not like a nice gentleman. Yeah. My... Just straight it up. No, you, no, you, don't you want, want to know. Yeah, you want yeah, to know who's true. kind of person is, you know. So I was saying, look, let me raise these children. So, you know, what mm. I said, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm, contented. Let me just focus yeah. on my kids. And, mm. um... And God was with him afterward. I just, I have I, I think I've done well. That's how I see. Really, it's true. Yeah. I just feel like
3: actually great human beings. Mm. Wouldn't you say that? Like even TV, to some extent, helped as well. Like I feel like watching TV shows, and I feel like again seeing this, like sort of like the not ideal-looking families, I guess. But again, the mm. different style of parenting, where it's okay, not that yeah. strict, strict African parent, where it's like, oh wow, like you know parents talk to their children and children like feel free to say certain things do you feel like that maybe changed or like taught you another way because i feel like we didn't really have like like people that were close with us that like we could have been to their house and seen how they parent mm. that makes
2: sense
3: so mm. i don't know i'm making an assumption but i would have thought maybe tv kind of helped as well <coughs> maybe maybe because
1: obviously tv would even in or... a <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. Start, uh, start. Uh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> but um as I said obviously, you know it's it's it it it's good when you think about it obviously that when you when you are single mom now, mm. that obviously your children are your family. Yeah?
2: Yeah.
1: And obviously you can even see even friendship, you know, or you just not only that the you know what they at certain age obviously the difficulty was when they were actually when there was more obviously they i can just i'm strict and they obey they they, they <laughs> times you it's know, nice. but when teenager time that was the hardest mm mm-hmm. you know they were a very difficult time, but obviously i you know I don't know, and I think at that time i want i'm not even i i'm i i'm a church go I'm not too serious you know you know just you know, I've not come you know, I've not accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Mm. So there was something 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 came to me actually in terms of me convert- anyway, I grew up as a you know, Christian, obviously. I grew up in church and everything. But the fact I've never focused on word or anything, that was not much for me, mm.
2: you
1: know. But something happened nearly had a breakdown you know way back and and i think i heard the voice of just to read my bible you know mm. and i started reading that's exactly when fiona was she was 17 she ran up she left their home and obviously i don't know there is no explanation i said what well, everyone every, my friends were saying ah it's god who welcomes us who <laughs> does everything when we come to see what happened I said, <laughs> there is something, you know, and obviously that the voice came to me, just read your Bible. And I just read mm-hmm. the Bible and I realized actually I've not been committed, you know, to God, you know. And um, and that's when I actually started, actually, now reading, focus on my word, engaging with God, mm-hmm. and being a prayer person, you know. I'm praying for yeah. these children because now if Yona has gone, Peter may be following. And then, and then ah, and then I said, me, I can't lose my children <laughs>
2: I, mm. you know
1: so now now yes. obviously, with my only you know the my my the way I know how to be a, ma- a mother, I mm. needed support, and obviously mm. when support support you know God became my support, mm. you know mm. because what they had is the teenager teenager time was the hardest for these the two of the you know Fiona obviously has left that <laughs> just stuff <laughs> yeah. tough, tough with Fiona then now Peter is following you know <laughs> but then when, I'm telling you prayer works. Yeah? yeah prayer works because Peter he was the only child that was concerned. Forget about Fiona because she's now seventeen in this country when you are sixteen you can marry. So obviously just <laughs>
3: But now, I'm like, <laughs> she's she yeah. somebody else, someone's <laughs> wife right now, it's fine. Someone marry her, look after her. You know, now
1: I have a teenager dear, dear, dear boy over here today, now you think how many, how many, how many news we are hearing in prison, mm. they have been murdered, they are just, arrested oh my dear old. now oh, yeah, I'm going to lose my boy, you <laughs> know, just so. Mm. But God, I think, came for my rescue, and he had my prayer, like, you know, like, yeah. like her name now, he listened, you know, and he turned this boy around. No, that's
2: very so good.
0: And um, how about you, Noreen? Like, obviously, with your mom saying about that, she was without having um, like the dad not being there. Like, she was like overprotective. Do you think you kind of understood that at that time, or do you think you? My mom's just being overprotective. She's just being overprotective. You know what I mean? Like listening
3: to that. 100% I, it just didn't make any sense to me because it feels like everybody <laughs> can go to somebody else's house and have a seat over. So I just don't understand why you think this is a problem. Like so I, I felt like if everybody's family was like, oh no, we only do it in the house, blah, blah, blah. Like, but it was like, oh yeah, I think
2: are gonna go to Sarah's house with me, okay,
3: okay. I'm like, whatever. Oh, <laughs> like, who's <laughs> Sarah up? <but> anyway, like, <laughs> I think for me, it just felt like, okay, it's, it's over the top. Like, and even sometimes when it was like people, we knew quite well. And I was like, this ain't even like some random from my school, like, mm-hmm. she was like, no, no, no. Just tell them to come here and we'll do sleep over here but I feel like now I'm like okay fully like fully fully understand I remember even years ago we were like mom why do you never get married or like remarry after Mm. and even that like then when she told us we're like
2: oh yeah
3: like again I feel like it's sad that she was worried for that reason but Mm. to some extent I'm happy that she was concerned in that way where it was like okay as much as it might be nice to have a partner Mm. and somebody to help with things like it's also a potential risk cuz i feel like a lot of people don't necessarily consider that as well mm. Um, mm. but yeah like when we were younger of course like it just none ah, they are hooking made me
1: sense. they are hooking me with their ankles no, my ankles <laughs> they're not our real Drop uncles it. It. It's just a, no, no, uh, know, you know,
3: it's the many many, the many uncles, uncles that we've got
2: American American <laughs>
0: Like, listen, uh, uh,
3: uncle, uh, this one is the best. Like uh, what? Uh, Every <laughs> What did he buy you presents? Is that why he was uh, the best? This did he uncle give you would just come over and give me one clap 20 pounds. Yes. Uh, hey!
2: Yeah. <laughs> this is it. We like- received <laughs>
1: Yeah, you know it did not work you know, when you think about it, that's exactly when you are in this in this outside outside, you know, outside your you call it I'm comfort sorry. zone, you know. Mm. Because obviously back home we have said that it takes the whole village to raise a child. But yeah. obviously here, we are we are only. Mm-hmm. Eh? Yeah. The fact is, when you think about it, like now I'm seeing Makaya and Serente every weekend their whole day, they come here. Eh? But I didn't have nobody, you know? Mm-hmm. So I have to raise these children. Now I'm on my own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you can see how I have to be Overprotective because,
2: yeah,
1: just said, Let me just focus. And the and is a reward, you know, just God just answered, as I said, they are all doing well, Hmm? Mm. and I'm just free now. (laughs) <laughs> you're still alive you're yes, breathing
0: yes. you know what I mean
1: yes. you're not in prison
0: no. you're not yes. like locked up in some island somewhere yes. you know what I mean mm-hmm. so we gotta give that Noreen did you feel that you missed out at all in not having um kind of like a, a father figure at home or did you feel that you had other father, father figures that kind of like stepped in in a way? Oh,
3: I would say maybe when we were younger, like definitely mm. felt like we missed out. And I think, especially again, TV, you watch yeah. shows and it's like, oh, like how cute. Like I could have been a daddy's girl. It? Mm. Like that whole vibe is like, it seems like a nice, although me and mum were yeah. always fairly close. Like we had, you know, a little tough, tough ride in like the early teens. But, you know, we go over that quickly. But, <laughs>
2: Just a little bump yeah. <laughs> um but
3: yeah, I feel like when I was younger, it seemed like something that like would like would have been beneficial, would have been helpful. Mm. We do have like quite a few like mom saying like uncles we were like, I marry this uncle um who were close, um but I would still say weren't necessarily that close, where I felt like mm. they were like a very strong father figure, they were there, um yep. particularly when we had like parties and stuff, and if like. Mm something broke down called this uncle and we know he's going to come and sort yeah. it out or like we need a lift here kind of thing, but not necessarily. I would say, I would say that was close. That was there. I yeah. would say like emotionally, I wouldn't say really mm. that was there, but I think when I got older, um, I would say maybe when I was like 15, 16, but weirdly enough, just not necessarily coming from the home, I started playing basketball. Um, and like my basketball coach became like a very strong, like father figure in my, like I would say, um, I would say primarily because he was a Christian as well
2: mm. um
3: mm. he's just honestly just like a really lovely guy like but was very just like I think very mindful of, of the fact that a lot of the girls he was coaching didn't have you know were single parent families okay. for, and the mom was mm. the mom um and I think he was just very like intentional I think sometimes just to be like okay like let's have a conversation about this or that, yeah. and so and and I like spent a lot of time with him as I got older, and I helped him like with his younger girls team and stuff. So we just had loads mm-hmm. of conversations about stuff, and he would just tell me like some real stuff, like and then I made like so I think, oh, like for me later on, like I feel like I found father figures in other like mm-hmm. things. If that makes sense, but mm. it felt like there was a gap. I think when I was little, mm-hmm. but then I guess there was an element of like a little filling a gap as Mm. I got a bit older I would say yeah yeah but particularly really only that one person I can't think of any others Mm. although there was another basketball coach same team but like yeah I would say both of them were just like very just really good men um very Mm. honest just trustworthy loyal guys like but again they just loved working with young people and stuff so and they were just again easy to talk to and I, I feel like they were just very there for a lot of us boys and girls on our basketball team who didn't have mm. like either dad or mum around. They were mm. just like, okay,
2: I'm just going to give it more. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> That's good.
0: Yeah, I would say similar as well. I feel like things like you see on TV, I think TV's a little bit better now where you do see kind of different kind of family mm. units and stuff like that. But I think definitely in the earlier ages, definitely me growing up, you did used to see that kind of, um, you know, family portraits or whatever mm, yeah. they do advertising, it'd always be like mom daughter child, you know, or mom daughter siblings kind of thing. And yeah. so it, I think for me as well, only in those moments where I was like, oh, I wonder how it would be to have a kind of dad around. Even though I kind of had my uncle as a little bit of a a father mm. figure in a way. Um, but it's still kind of like, you know, days like Father's Days or different things like that, where it kind of makes you feel like, oh, well, maybe it would have been nice. But I think, again, with our parents, definitely my parents, she's quite similar to um, you, auntie, where she, you know, she was very strict and very overprotective. Like, there was definitely no sleepovers as well. <laughs> oh, um,
1: brilliant.
0: And so, yeah, no sleepovers. Who are you sleeping over? I think, it's oh, an gosh. I think I was like 16 when I went to my first sleepover. Um, and even that, it was just like, be home at like 10.30. 10 10.35 10 the police are getting called if I'm like you know what I mean you're gonna have a nice like you. I look back at it now mm. I look back at it now and just thinking about what you said auntie as well and like with that I was like yeah she was definitely being overprotective you know what I mean because mm. she didn't want me to kind of fall into that um you know that trap of of you know hanging around the wrong kind of people yeah. or trying to look for my affirmation through men because maybe I didn't have that kind of father figure in my life kind of thing and and now you look back at it and you realize that okay yeah she was really just trying to protect me and trying to fill two Mm -hmm. roles which isn't easy you know I mean at all Mm -hmm. the older you get you realize that it's it's not an easy job at all kind of thing and um, and appreciate appreciate mothers and what you did for us even in all the strict things yeah, mm-hmm. eating, yeah. mm-hmm. you know I mean we praise God we mm-hmm. praise God for mothers like that mm-hmm. so Noreen is there anything that you think when you have um, kids that you're going to take on that your mum has kind of you know done in kind of bringing you up kind of thing
1: Ooh, a lot you know <laughs> Don't worry, she's going to be you Lindsay. If, if I'm still here, we will be raising them, aren't I? That's true. Prepare <laughs> yourself. Of course you're still going to be here. <laughs> You've uh, got a five-year limit. I know I that. I'm, I'm raising my and sissy.
3: <laughs> That's the other to be But um, <laughs> I would say, like, 100%, I would still be strict. My kids are getting beats, mm-hmm. like, unless they misbehave, straight up and down, no hanging around. Um, mm-hmm. I would say definitely mum's just like hospitality like person mm-hmm. where like but not like, yeah. kind of just naturally and like I feel like everybody like who comes here just feels welcome and feels like they can stay here for 10 years and I'm like I'm go home why you so mad <laughs> I agree I agree I agree
0: <laughs> I would move in next door I'd move into your spare room <laughs> if I wasn't married <laughs>
2: don't tell
3: him <laughs> like, and I thought like there was probably there were definitely points where I was just like, oh, this is a bit much. Like, this is people always coming in and out of here. Like, mm. but I thought like again, when we were younger, we just didn't appreciate that mum supported so many people, even as somebody who needs support. Mm. Like, mm. she just gave herself to other people, and it was just like, okay, this auntie's Amazing. staying over because something has happened. And I'm like, so I can't go watch TV in the morning. Mm. <sighs> but like again, in my old brain, that was just irritating, mm. but like looking back on things now I'm just like actually how amazing that even again as a single parent she was available for people and helped so many other people so I definitely say and mm. welcome just welcomed like so many people from like church from like what just there people up in the house yeah anyway mm. <laughs> um I would, that hospitality element yeah really, um definitely I would say mum just forgives like
0: and I feel like sometimes mm. she
3: just forgives too quickly. And I'm just like, I'm can you just much, be a bit more like, yeah, too just much, not, you know? not, not, not this I'm far, we a weak. i become weeks.
1: soft. I'm very <laughs> soft <laughs> now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but obviously I'm, that's the whole speed, you yeah. know? I believe that actually, when you, you know, when you actually want to be Christ-like, I think that's how it is, you know? Yeah. So you find obviously some people are taking advantage of that nature of yours, mm. you know? But what can you do? I was looking, uh, you know, I was reading when Jesus was saying, forgive, forgive, forgive. So it's like me. I'm saying, what happened to me now? I ask myself, what happened to me? I used to be tough. I used to be, <laughs> even yesterday we were doing, you know, Zoom prayer. I was saying the ladies, I, you know, they were asking, you know, I said I used to be, you know, naturally I'm a stubborn person. Mm. But, stubborn. but Jesus has put me in that place. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just a different person, you know. Mm. I just, oh, I wish someone would have met me 20 years ago.
2: Hey! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: like
0: that's not the same person. That's not the same person. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> they would have suffered,
1: <laughs> you know. But I'm glad, you know, when actually, that's good. when when God softens your heart and you become a new creation and you know, they pass the food behind you and then you move on, And you know? Yeah. I true. love, you know, that's good.
0: That's so nice to have that in a relationship with somebody else, I think, forgiveness. To know that, but not to take it for advantage, but to know that that person has forgiven you and is willing to forgive you mm-hmm. kind of thing. It helps you kind of be able to come to that person because mm-hmm. you know that there's something in forgiveness where it's like not judgment as well, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean, kind of yeah. thing as well, where... I'm able to forgive you because I'm not judging you. I'm not saying that because of what you've done, you're this kind of person. So I'm not going to forgive you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like non-judgment in a way. And it makes it, more, um, makes it easier for you to kind of come to that person and talk to them freely. Yeah, you know yeah, thing. And yeah. I think that's what obviously makes your relationship special as well because you know you can come. Um, to your mom and it's a place of forgiveness and a place of love kind of thing. Mm. Even if there's a little bit of a slap in the middle. Yeah. you, know what I mean?
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. you still need
0: a bit of strictness.
1: Of course. <laughs> You're never you too know. old to get beaten, Nori. No, and then you. The you come truth. next time I'll beat you. Mm-hmm. Huh? And, and that's <laughs> the truth because of it, we have, you know, we are close. We are cross as a mother and daughter, but we have also boundaries, you know, because mm. I know I'm the mother of this girl. You know, I brought I brought her in this world so you can take her out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: like the tagline for every African parent, I think. It's just the tagline. Like I, I give you life.
3: I can't take
1: it. <laughs> but correction. Yeah. Uh, my God gave me life, my dear. Not you. Yeah, hey. like, anyway, but anyway. Through you. This through me, yes. <laughs> yeah. You stayed there nine months and I suffered how many hours in labor? uh... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that Labour story (laughs) loves to come up. Of course, cool, so you have to remember
0: when you have your own kids, you remember this, Noreen, and you'll be telling them the exact same story, hundred mm-hmm. percent, mm-hmm. definitely. So they know how much you suffered. Mm-hmm. So That's the that truth. Yeah. they
3: can hold it over their heads for the rest of their
0: lives. <laughs> for the rest of their lives, for sure. So, Auntie, you know, you said that obviously you had um two other older children that were teenagers, both like girl and boy. Mm. Did you? Were you fearful at all in terms of like having teenagers and specifically in the u k so having like a teenage daughter um or did you find it like which one did you find easier, like bringing up a teenage daughter or a teenage um son, or were they both kind of different challenges in both
1: yeah they are different challenges because mm-hmm. oh my dear, I suffered <laughs> um <laughs> when Fiona ran when Fiona did run uh, from home, actually had breakdown and this and obviously these one were even smaller at that time. You know? Yeah, I feel like yeah. I don't remember that at all. As in, I remember. No, because you can't away, remember because I'm African. I'm a, an African woman. Obviously, mm. my problems, is, you know, you are not to, you are not supposed to see it. Mm. I have to continue raising you, you know, so you won't mm. notice that there is something going on, you know. Mm. Well, but then, obviously, then I had Mr. Maheresa, I said, "Oh Jesus, you know, I'm telling you, was well, the hardest ever." But look how even God bless me, you know. These two following, no wahala, huh? <laughs> no wahala. <laughs> no wahala.
3: Wow. I
0: love it. I, mean, I love Australian.
3: it. But I do think so. Going back to the to the I th- mm. I feel like the differences were mainly, I think. Like growing up in London, really for the girls or just men like families generally, you're worried that your daughter's gonna get pregnant or something. Yeah. I think that's the main concern. Um or, yeah. you know, abused outside of the house. And then for boys, mm-hmm. then you're worried that they're gonna either get stabbed or be stabbing people. Yeah, yeah. Um and mm-hmm. end up in prison and, and stuff like that. So I feel like at the at that same age though, you have those worries, but it's different. So, yeah, yeah. That's good, yeah. really. But and yeah. I feel like guys, you don't really worry. As much that they might get somebody
1: pregnant, it's more of the thing that mm-hmm. we are more concerned about with mm-hmm. girls, I think. Mm-hmm. In like, the but then here. you know, when you think about it, I think actually God really turned the situation just for my benefit. He, he favored me, and I think that you know, now he changed Peter, huh? This is actually a different man comparing when he was that age, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, and then. And then obviously, this girl, me having, no, as a teenager girl, I've never argued with this girl. I've never put curfew. I've never, you know, just have to put curfew. said, you know, a phoning, where are you? I'm worried. You know, no. Huh? Mm. God worked with this lady. <laughs> <She's>
2: just, <laughs>
3: he had enough stress hmm? for the other two. God so,
2: like, uh, you sure. know, heard saying. your prayers, no.
3: man. He heard those midnight prayers. Yeah.
1: So, she just and not only and not only that, when you think about it, she, even at school, this is no no guard that uh, is a report or phoning me, you know, Miss Hodges. Miss mm. Hodges would phone. <laughs> 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 ah.
0: Noreen was never mentioned. You know,
1: she, no one, you know, phoning me, or, you know, seeing your daughter doing this, you know, whereby I would meet mm. Fiona on the street and she wouldn't even recognize that I'm there. She passed me. <laughs> <laughs> even remember this, oh, so we're coming out now. Yeah, uh, uh, so, I'm telling you, God mm. has you know, really this girl when she accepted Jesus, even though she may not be aware of that time, but the Holy Spirit actually was, started working in her. And up to mm. now, hmm, I just look at this girl, no, her, you know, it's just amazing daughter, yeah.
0: So, <laughs> so, Auntie, like, um, what kind of advice would you give to anyone who is currently bringing up their kids or getting close to those teenage years? What kind of advice would you give to all mothers out there for things that they can do to make that, um, I think, I think, to be the best mom they can first be? First
1: of all, you have, what would you, anyway, I think you have to think about what you would want in a child. Eh? Mm-hmm. And obviously, when it comes to raising children, actually, child, you have to listen to them. Which I learn even in me raising kids. That's what I've learned actually. I'm, I'm I've never listened before. I was you know, controlling. I just you know tell them you know strict as you know as I said before strict as an African woman. And then I become softer. Now I'm starting listening. You know what they have to say because because they are men. You know they are different. They are siblings. You have to listen individually and you have to yeah. know their weaknesses, how you know, where where they need you are there actually. When mm-hmm. they need you are there. Because I it was difficult because obviously now they come, they have homework. Uh someone wants to read me the book because you have to you you have to listen <laughs> listen them reading the book, then you sign the book. Otherwise the teacher would be in, you know, they would be in trouble with the teacher. Other one yeah. wants to tell you, Oh, ma'am, I I just need to behave with homework. Not much, obviously. When they reached a high level, they couldn't help anyway. So they were just, you know, helping each other, you know. Mm. So it's so difficult how being a mother, I don't know if I would call it, you no, know, it's not the easiest thing, yeah. But mm. I think with, with the determination and also with actually just just love your children, really. Love, love actually conquers. You know, mm-hmm. you just love the children, yeah. yeah. You discipline, not like you are not you are not abusing them, but you are actually disciplining them. Because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you want their best future, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So obviously, mm-hmm. is is I don't think I can advise anyone how to be a parent because no one advised me. It just come naturally. I said mm-hmm. I just follow. I just I just look. You know, I raise these kids. I'm I'm going to love them. I'm going to be there for them and um and it worked mm. Mm. so right now yep. i have no regrets yeah
2: <laughs> yeah
1: no regrets no regrets
0: mm. no that's good that's really good advice mm. it's not an easy thing to do mm. in life and it is one of the biggest challenges isn't it very, to be a mother really um it's true. just balancing that mm. you know loving them but wanting the, the best for them and mm. obviously kids they don't understand this is the one thing that makes it difficult mm-hmm. i think they just don't understand no. until they get a little bit older mm. but you can only do the best that you can do That's and you know, with the guidance of god
2: mm-hmm.
0: so nora what would you say are you most grateful for um the relationship that you have with your mother for as in like um,
3: um i would say like i'm grateful that we like i feel like we communicate fairly well or like it's she's just easy to talk to you i feel like fairly well she's Mm -hmm. like no we don't we don't communicate that so she's just waiting for the compliments mate just continue on (laughs) no no no. but i do feel like yeah i can just tell you like i don't know just some random bits like oh yeah like i went on a date with this weirdo like and it was like this
2: or now
1: we just become a sister no. <laughs> she's been saying this for so many years. You see this
3: twin yeah. by uh, turning into twins. Yeah. Whole, there you go. Honestly, and it's it's actually crazy. There's so many things sometimes where I do. I'm like, oh my days, I'm actually exactly like you. It's actually crazy. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. <laughs> I know, but it's just weird because I'm just like, mom would do this. And like yeah, exactly yeah. how I've done it or said it, it's just weird. Anyway, yeah. um so, yeah, I'm grateful that we, like, we can just chat, like, like friends or just, like, normal about silly things um, mm. or, like, very serious things as well. Um, I'm grateful that, like, like mum said, like, she just prays. Like, she's mm. just, a, just a true prayer warrior. And I feel like in our family and, like, our friends and our family friends that we know, like, if there's crisis, like, Auntie Rose will pray, like, because mm. she is the prayer person. Um Amazing and it works like you know I feel like in everything it's like even if it's like a minor thing and we're just like I don't know just like concerned about something and be like okay Mm. before we go to bed we're going to pray like all of us together but even though we know she's going to pray like you know herself in her room and that's something I fully remember from when I was little it's like if you came into the room at like a certain time in the evening and mum was praying you're just going to be ignored so you need to just slide on your way to your bedroom or downstairs wherever (laughs) Like, until she's finished until she's done because she's either like mm-hmm. praying and worshipping or she's praying but she's just like, d- like she's not going like, to oh, just leave me
1: for a second no yeah. <laughs> like, then she's have, there I have a problem with <laughs> serenity now <laughs> serenity comes I said serenity when I'm praying if you see me don't even just go away <laughs> Oh, join <But> yeah. me <laughs> <Prayer>. so
2: definitely <laughs> prayer
1: <laughs> prayer communication
3: um, I, would say, I would say, you know, say, she cooks very well. I'm very grateful that the meals are... Mm, top chef,
1: top chef. Top chef, man. Mm. You know, the on
3: time. Seven o'clock, I'm always ready.
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's how she's oh. not going to move out, would she? Don't mind that's her. That's she there for life.
3: <laughs> she has no interest in me leaving. She was like, oh, no, when you get married, when does your husband move in here? I was like... Uh, uh, ah, we don't do that. Mm, we
2: Africans just build
0: an
3: extra house at the back,
0: Nora. Just <laughs> you don't even use no. the garden anyway, so just build an extra house at I the back. The I, I,
1: Live and, there. And, and, Besides, I'm moving to Africa, so I don't see the house is big enough for both of them. Okay. Um,
2: she doesn't want us mm, to go in here. but yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. that's good. I do so yeah, no. uh, You no. know, this girl now. Not only that we are actually friends or best mate, yeah? Best Best (laughs) (laughs) mate.
3: Thank
0: you so much for listening to this episode from Relationships R podcast. Make sure you like, comment, and don't forget to subscribe because we have a new episode every Friday and I wouldn't want you to miss out on it. Make sure you follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram at podcast, and also give me a cheeky follow, a synthesizer on Instagram.
2: See you soon.